1: Hey, DJs, it is Tuesday, September 26th. The Bengals finally won a game. The Eagles, they dominated, kind of. What does that mean for both teams moving forward? I'm Mad Max. Join me, the one and only six Panther. Panther, how's it going on this Tuesday?
0: Uh, I got through the rain, so no windshield wipers, hopefully no Rosie. And I'm mildly prepared. I actually watched all the highlight videos of both games. And uh, so ready to cuss and discuss both of these adventures that probably could have been missed,
1: yeah, neither game, I would say, was great. I mean, yeah, it's it's football, so I mean, <laughs> it's, it's good enough um let's start with the Philadelphia Eagles and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers because Philadelphia had they finally had like a dominating win right finally had a win that was double digits they looked really good. Uh, Baker looked mortal out there he 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 had been playing at a godly level for a couple of weeks and he he finally went back to oh yeah that's Baker Mayfield I remember that guy. he's okay and Jalen hurts though man didn't look great. You know, they threw a couple of picks out there. It was a little bit sloppy. And after the game, you know, Nick Sirianni said, hey, this is a work in progress. We're going to keep getting better. We're going to keep better. Well, they're 3-0. You can't complain about that if they're Eagles. Jalen Hurts improved to 20-1. 20-1 over his last 21 regular season games. So the dude wins games. It wasn't pretty. Eagles got a dominant win. Is, is this it? Is this the beginning of the Eagles' trajectory into a Super Bowl run?
0: I think the scary thing is they go down to Tampa on a Monday night and you know, you're know you right. Jalen Hurts didn't play great and they still, you know, a 14 point victory that was really more like 21 Tampa got that, that late touchdown to make it look closer than it really was. But Jalen Hurts, I really feel like they're trying to turn him into a pocket quarterback because the many times that he did roll out. He maybe threw into double coverage and made some throws that were ill-advised, but he really didn't tuck and run as much as we're used to seeing him. Now, he did spread the ball around. Smith got his. Brown got his. Zacchaeus got a touchdown. Um, and, you know, he stayed upright. I don't think Tampa Bay, they rushed him a little bit, but really never got his jersey dirty. So if this is a bad game for the Philadelphia Eagles offense, uh, I think there's much to be feared for the opposition because this team is explosive and can put up 30, 40 points on any given night. Defensive side of the ball, I mean, we said at Tampa Bay, this is going to be a measuring stick game for them. And their offense just did not measure up. Baker Mayfield was under pressure all night. He threw uh, an interception. Um, they They kept... Godwin and Evans pretty much in check. No resemblance of a running game. So Tampa's got some work. I don't think, you know, they're they're a bad team by any stretch. That would be a, a complete overreaction. But based on this game, I don't see them as a viable Super Bowl contender.
1: Yeah, here, here's the here's the funny thing too is uh the Lions of course they drafted Jameer Gibbs right. That was the running back that they they drafted, and. He has 139 total rushing yards on the season. 139 total rushing yards on the season. Fucking DeAndre Swift ran for 130 yesterday.
0: DeAndre Swift was a bulldozer. <laughs> like that guy, that guy was taking the rock and not looking for holes. He was just making them. I mean, this he just took it with a purpose. I'm happy for him because I feel like he I don't know why he got jettisoned out of Detroit, but Swift looked really good last night.
1: Had 175 yards last week. I mean, uh, this guy is going to be a legit big-time player for this fucking Eagles team. What what a fucking steal. Like, the rich got richer with this fucking guy. Um, so many weapons. So many weapons for the Eagles. And you're right. um, Hurts spread the ball around him. That's what he does so well. And that's what I actually like about him is that he's not – he doesn't get – I mean, A.J. Brown got his. Don't get me wrong. A.J. Brown got his. But it's not like tunnel vision with him. You know, Dallas Goddard got into the uh, mix, too. Like, every everyone that was open got the ball. He ran for another uh, um, touchdown as well. So on a bad night, quote-unquote, <laughs> bad night, uh, he threw two picks, and that's a bad night. 277 yards, uh, one touchdown. On a, quote-unquote, bad night, he was still really fucking good. So this Eagles team is, is scary. It really is. You're right. Monday night, going down to Tampa, whooping some ass, um i think it starts i think you know listen it takes three or four weeks for a team to start to gel next week will be even better for the eagles and and yeah league watch out this team's gonna be scary all right on the other game the cincinnati Bengals finally won so they avoid the 0-3 start much to uh joe burrow's uh happiness he played through that injured you know he had that q tag on him decided to play anyway said listen the The threat of going going three was enough for me to fucking go out there and 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 you know gut myself to a win. He was decent. like Joe Burrow was decent. However, it didn't fucking matter. I mean, Joe Mixon just fucking just he carried the load. He did what he needed to do. And I went into that saying it's like, oh man, I'm worried I'm worried about that um Cincinnati offensive line against the Rams defense. well, i I don't know if the Rams offensive line got the the memo. That uh, they were supposed to be the better offensive line out of the two, Stafford got sacked six times. He threw two picks. That that was the deciding factor. There was the fact that as Matt Stafford threw fucking two interceptions, close game, Rams lose it by three. Uh, low scoring game, not not a kind of a sloppy game. I liked what I saw from Puka Nakua again. He's a rising star. Um, uh, Tutu Atwell and Ky- uh, uh, Kyron Williams, they're still trying to figure out what the fuck's going on in the backfield for the Rams. Um, you know, Jamar Chase had, uh, you know, a big monster fucking game, couldn't find the end zone, but neither of these teams could really find the fucking end zone. It, it was like settling for field goal fest for most of this fucking game, kind of boring if you ask me. But hey, Bengals win a game, uh, you got to be happy about that.
0: Yeah, it was. I was waiting for these highlights. I'm watching, you know, all these series up and down, and I'm like, okay, Bengals missed a field goal, kick a field goal, Rams kick a field goal. We're back and forth in field goals. Uh, the Bengals did separate themselves a little bit. Rams tried to make a run there at the end. Bengals were up by ten at late in the fourth quarter. But I think my takeaway here is one: you nailed it. The Bengals defense just kept Stafford. Under pressure, I mean, the guy did not have time to breathe, and for the Bengals' offense, I it just looked like the game script was: we're not going to try and go deep, we're not going to have Burrow sit back there for three, four seconds trying to go deep. It was a lot of dink and dump, and get the ball out of his hands quick. Sam or uh, Aaron Donald did get to him one time, but other than that, his white jersey pretty much stayed white. And he didn't really run. He didn't do anything to tweak his calf. And that was probably the big takeaway for the Bengals. They get the victory. And Burrow stayed upright. He should be in better health next week. That makes it a double win for the Bengals. But, uh, yeah, so now they're only one game behind in their division. That, that was a huge game. We're not big into must-wins, but that, about, that was a pretty big must-win for the Bengals last night.
1: Listen, man, I ran through the statistics uh, on on the touchdown yesterday. Um, not a lot of teams, not a lot of teams can make the playoffs uh, when you start own three. And so, if the Bengals would have started own three, I'd be looking at that list and say, Well, that's my team. Sorry, Vikings. As <laughs> 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 yes, I bunk, bunk, bump you aside uh, and say, Bengals, you're my team. But now, no, Vikings still have hope now because the Bengals, <laughs> Bengals didn't start own three. So, there's that. All right. Um, Let's look at baseball real quick. We're gonna bet some baseball in the second half of the show, and I got a lot of games. Surprisingly, Panther, I got I got like five games. I think I'm betting on. Today. I found five. Yeah, man. So I mean, I sadly final week of baseball, right? October 1st, the final uh, regular season, and then postseason starts a couple of days after that. So let's just give a quick look at the standings. See how the wild cards playing out. the The American League, it's it's pretty much down to three out of four teams are making it right and I think I know it's three of the four are gonna make it but here you go Tampa Bay's locked in and and I think Tampa Bay still has a shot to win the East because they are it's gonna be tough they're two and a half games back from Baltimore to win the east so they have a shot at winning the East I don't know if they can do that but they've got a, a playoff playoffs are locked in for the the Tampa Bay Rays possibly the east at this point in time okay so we have uh tampa bay's locked in toronto is a game and a half up in the wild card it looks like they're going to make it and then it's between houston and seattle uh so houston currently locked into that third spot seattle a game and a half so big series right now between houston and seattle will probably get to that game later on today so tampa bay toronto houston seattle you gotta you gotta think that it's it's the rays the jays and the astros that make it in and seattle's the the yeah, i mean imagine if they didn't sell at the fucking trade deadline panther imagine if they didn't fucking sell hmm.
0: i mean imagine that they, they did sell and making this run and only going to make themselves better heading into you know their their future seasons i would be interested to see what the games back are but with five games left, is it possible the Rangers could still fall out? I know they're leading yeah, their yeah. division, but that's a that's a three headed race it's, where one of those teams is going to not make it. I think
1: it's tough, but the Rangers are two and a half games up on the Astros, and they've won six. and I don't think Texas falls out of the play. I think Texas gets a playoff spot. Like, I mean, they would have to lose out, and Seattle would have to win out. For, for that to happen. And if Seattle wins out, they're beating Houston along the way. So then that might knock Houston out. I think Seattle's pretty much a lock. They are 98.5% to make the playoffs. I think the Rangers make it in.
0: Okay. So I, I tend to agree with you. I think the Blue Jays are in. Uh, Rangers are going to win their division most likely. And the Astros are going to get in. Rays are in. So yeah, those are your, those are your three wild card teams. Um, and I think deservedly so. They, the Blue Jays have gotten hot. You never want to dismiss the Astros. I mean, all they have to do is get into the party, and they're going to be a nightmare for somebody. So uh, this makes the American League, I don't have a runaway. I don't have anybody as a clear favorite like the Orioles or the Rays. Uh, it makes for an interesting American League wild card and playoffs.
1: All right, now in the National League, we still got a lot of teams. I mean, the percentages are kind of low on some of them, but we got a lot of teams still in the mix. Uh, I'll 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 name all the teams and then I'll name the realistic teams after that. Uh, Philadelphia currently not clinched, but uh, five five games up on, to get a wild card spot. I think they will clinch. They've won eight of their last ten, five in a row. It looks like the Phillies will get in as a wild card. After that, man, Arizona Diamondbacks, they're they're currently in the second spot. Chicago Cubs currently in the third spot. Miami in the fourth spot a game back. Cincinnati two and a half games back, and this is where it drops off a bit. Uh, Giants four and a half games back, and the Padres five and a half games back. So technically speaking, all of those teams still in it. Um, the percentages are kind of low. I mean, you're talking about the Padres, again, like an under 1% chance, and the Giants under 1%, so you just knock them out. Reds, their playoff hopes are fading. Eight point two percent. Chicago only a fifty-eight point five percent. So it kind of looks like it's going to be. Wow, man, uh, the Marlins are still kind of in it too. But it, it seems like it could be Philadelphia, Chicago, and Arizona. Uh, Philadelphia, Arizona, Chicago as those three Um, but miami miami ain't gonna roll over now i i mentioned this on the show last week and i've seen this many times i witnessed it i was there in the tommy glavin game when tom glavin fucking pitched for the mets last fucking game of the season the mets fucking collapsed against the marlins and the marlins beat the shit out of the fucking mets just knocked glavin out of the game early i remember the marlins celebrating knocking the mets out of the playoffs Well, I hope the Mets fucking do it to you this year, Miami. Fuck you. Fuck you, Marlins. Fuck the fish. (laughs) So, but it does look like Philadelphia, Arizona, Chicago there.
0: Well, since we've adopted the Reds, I have to be on the Mets this week. But, you know, standings-wise, it does look like those are the three teams. But the Cubs start a series with the Atlanta Braves today, and that's probably not a situation if you're the Cubs that you want to be in. They are lined up to throw Justin Steele twice this week. Uh, So they're basically in a a playoff race themselves. Uh, Miami, I mean, they kind of like that they got the Mets, but kind of hate that they have the Mets because the Mets have kind of owned them here as of late. I agree with you. It looks like San Francisco, San Diego are probably out. I'm holding my breath for Cincinnati, but two and a half games with five games left, uh, statistics are not on their side, but, but they're in this, and the fact that the Cubs have to take on the Braves does give them a puncher's chance.
1: Airpoint. All right. That was a jam-packed opening. We covered two Monday night football games and went through the standings looking at the wild card. We're going to take a quick break after that. Lots of baseball to bet on. Stay tuned. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones
0: who get it done.
1: Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. We are back with you, possibly never even left you. In fact, if you're listening live like Mr. Fitted and Will, uh, you just heard me pause for like, I don't know, a second. But here we are. We're back. If you're listening to a podcast right now on whatever fucking service you listen to. I, I guess it's iTunes. Most people listen to us on iTunes. There's some Spotify in there. If you want to just go over Red Circle. That's where we're hosted. You know, I don't know why I'm telling you this. You listen to the show. You know how to listen to the shows. <laughs> So I always find it funny. It's like, remember when I used to do? It's like, you can down, down, listen to us on blah, blah, blah. Well, they're already listening to us. Why am I saying this shit? <laughs> well, know? I guess sometimes. Because sometimes somebody (laughs) shows up out of Reddit and asks, (laughs) how do you listen to the show? (laughs) Fair point, fair point. All right, Panther, where are we starting off today? I got five, you got five. I don't think we can bet on 10, so there's got to be some overlap.
0: There's definitely some overlap. Well, you guys know we never talk about these, so it's a guessing game, but I think you could have guessed. The Cincinnati Reds are at Cleveland, the Battle of Ohio. I'm rooting for my Reds to get into the playoffs. They fought so hard to get, and I'm I'm not ready to quit on them hunter green will take the mound and as much as i like hunter green as a flamethrower i like these triple digit fastball pitchers he's just so he gives up runs he's just so likely to give up runs problem is the cleveland gardenians don't hit a lot of home runs one of the lowest home run hitting teams In Major League Baseball, they don't score a lot of runs. And I think that bodes well for the Reds, even if Hunter Green does give up a few. This Reds team should be able to get to Lucas Giolito, who's been a train wreck all season long. At virtually even, plus 100, maybe a little less, I'm jumping on my red legs for 10 bucks.
1: I'm in this with you. I'm betting the Reds. I like how Green's been pitching lately. Uh, I a little weird line movement here. I've given me a tad bit of the heebie-jeebies. Like, it's it's gotten a tad bit better for the Reds, even though the Sharps are all over them. But I, I, fuck it. I, I don't fucking care. Like, listen, I, th- I think Cincinnati is the better team here. I think they're playing for something. Um, really, uh, honestly, just top to bottom, offense and pitching, the Reds... Man, this this should this line should be a lot worse. Honestly, uh, they're on the road. Maybe I'm I'm giving them that, but yeah, ten dollar bet on the Reds. Lock that into the DJ and parlay.
0: Next game up, the Bronx Bombers. Fuck you guys, beating the Diamondbacks yesterday. Going over north of the border, going to Toronto, take on the Blue Jays. Blue Jays don't have anything locked up. I think they still have to play hard. Uh, keep the rhythm. They've been playing some really good baseball over the last month or so. Makes them a really dangerous team. Uh, they will go with the opener. Michael King will open for the Yankees going against the American League strikeout leader, Kevin Gossman. At minus 160, I thought about run lining it, but we won't because for some reason the Yankees have nothing to play for. They keep being a pain in the ass for us sports betters. I will just money line the Blue Jays, a minus 160 for 10 Uh
1: Slight clarification. Michael King, not an opener. He actually is a starting oh, it's pitcher. Vegas. Yeah, no, it's, I, I can't remember the opener's name for the Yankees. No, Michael King is a starter. Um, he's actually pitching quite well. He's, uh, let's see, uh, over his last four starts, let's see, seven innings pitch, one earned run, 4.2 innings pitch, one earned run, five innings pitch, one earned run, five innings pitch, one earned run, four innings pitch, zero earned run. So Michael King's actually pitching. Pretty fucking good for this New York Angus team uh Gossman pitching very well uh as of late too um so honestly the pitching pitching might be a wash but I think it comes down to want it comes down to want and the home team wants it more it is a lot of chalk to eat uh but minus one fifty five is right within my chalk threshold for this game and I have one fifty five at a sports book that shall not be named until they give us money uh <laughs> $10 bet on the Blue Jays with you. Lock that into the DJ and parlay as well.
0: All right, we talked about this series in our first half of the show. The Chicago Cubs are going to Atlanta. Justin Steele will take the mound for the Chicago Cubs. Going against Bryce Elder for the Braves. Uh, the the Steele factor, okay, A, he got lit up last time he was out. But B, the Steele factor is why this line is the way it is. I think the Braves still have to keep their foot on the gas. The Dodgers are still within sniffing distance of home field. I don't think they get it. But when you can get the Braves at minus 140, some may argue, hey, I can get steel with a plus line. I get it. But I'm going to take the home team Braves minus 140 for 10 bucks.
1: Some might argue that you can get steel with a plus line, and that some is me. Um, he's got lit up in his last two outings, Panther. Trust me, I know, because guess who's bet on him in his last two outings? this guy to. <laughs> right here. Yeah. Um, I, I'm pa- panther three and out time. I don't know. I, I can't imagine him just, unless something's wrong with him. unless we find out like, you know, forearm tightness or shoulder tightness or something like that, unless some, he's got to bounce back in this one, I can't resist steal with the plus line. You're right. I'm an idiot. $10 bet on the Cubs. Next
0: game up, the Arizona diamondbacks are going to Chicago, to take on the white Sox Zach Davies is gonna take the mound for the Diamondbacks, but it doesn't matter. It could be Max Mortlock, it could be Sex Panther, it could be I don't it could be Sam Kennison. I don't think it matters. The White Sox are absolute dog shit. Speaking of dog shit, Jose Urena has been absolutely horrible to the tune of north of 7.5 ERA. I think the D-Backs go in there and take it. It's that want-to thing, right, Max? They gotta want that the want factor. They gotta want this. A so minus 145. I'm definitely there on the value. Give me the D backs for 10 bucks.
1: To his credit, Uranus coming off of a very, very good start. His last go out. Zach Davies been lit the fuck up every single fucking outing. And it just gave, it gave me pause. It gave me pause that Davies is on the mound and, and not very good. It gave me pause that this line is only minus 138 against the White Sox, who's absolute dog shit. I'm going to lean Arizona with you, but this one seemed fucking sus as shit.
0: Uh, Last game up for me, the Houston Astros at Seattle. We were on this game yesterday, much because Houston was catching a plus line. Guess who's catching a plus line two days in a row? That would be the Astros. Christian Javier taking the mound, going against George Kirby. Javier's been pitching much better as of late. His most of the season has been mediocre, would probably be a compliment. But this Astros team is trekking the right direction at the right time. I'm getting the Astros with a plus line. Cannot turn it down. Ten bucks on Houston.
1: I'll give you moral support. I don't mind throwing this into the DJ parlay to give us a little bit of balance, a little bit of plus line on ours. I I don't love this game. Um, I'm leaning Houston with you. It's just yeah. Uh, I'm with you. Like Houston with the plus line, they should win this one. But also like Seattle's still fighting. Seattle ain't gonna fucking just roll over and die, you know. So. uh, Yeah, I'll lean Houston with you. And now ex-Chris joined, and I don't have a line for Kansas City-Detroit, so we can't even talk about that game.
0: Uh, I didn't have a line either, which is why I didn't talk about that. But I'm (laughs) done, and you should have two more.
1: Two more. So what do you got? Uh, Let's rip the Band-Aid off as the Miami Marlins are in town against the Mets. If this game gets played, it should. I think the rain is starting to subside here. It's been a fucking disaster of <laughs> a fucking last couple of days rain wise here, By this, I, I, I got to figure out which model of dehumidifier I have. I'll give them a free fucking uh, uh, commercial uh, plug on this show because my dehumidifier is a goddamn beast in this basement. I can't fucking believe how it's a workhorse. Anyway, I'll find out the name of that in the shameless plug tomorrow. Uh, Miami at the Mets, uh, man. I mean, Miami's still playing for something. The Mets weren't trying to play spoiler Pretty good uh, pitching matchup. Garrett's playing uh, Braxton Garrett. I remember this time, not Brad Garrett. Raymond. Uh, Braxton Garrett pitching pretty fucking good. But Lucchesi man, looks they damn good it. out there. He looks so good out there. I uh, Great pitching matchup. I think the Mets play spoiler today. Grab a win. Getting a plus line on the Mets at home. I'm going to do it. $10 bet on my nine Mets squadron.
0: I don't hate that play at all. And you're right. You know, imagine not spending all that money on Verlander and Scherzer, and they're just going to run let with the Quintana. Guys go, just let the guys out there. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Quintana and Lucchese have been absolutely stellar for them. Uh, just, let, yeah, let those guys go out there. Let the inmates run the asylum. Let, keep the Just go count your cash, owners. We, we don't need you to make decisions. Let the players do it. I'm with you. I, I like the Mets. I'm rooting for the Mets because – you know, A, fuck the fish, and B, we're rooting for the Reds. I'm rooting for the Reds. I don't know if you're still on that train, but
1: moral support, let's go Mets. I'm still rooting for the Reds. It's going to be a tough It's going to be tough for them, but I'm, I'm, I'm hoping they still make it. All right, last game up for me. Probably the reason you're not betting this is because you think it should be worse. I'm going to take the Brewers minus 150 against the Cardinals. Hard to argue. probably should be a lot worse. Uh, Hauser uh, pitching really well as of late. I think the Brew Crew get it done today. $10 bet on Milwaukee.
0: I do think the Brew Crew get it done, but I did not think the line was that far off. Zach Thompson has actually been pitching pretty well for the Cardinals. hausers I don't know, the number four pitcher for Milwaukee. He's been good, not bad, better than serviceable, but I believe it or not, I actually think this is a winnable game for the Cardinals. Don't know why they would be trying hard, but I just couldn't get there, so I'll give you moral support, but I didn't like this one.
1: All right, listen, they don't have a line on it, but it's Zach Granke versus Reese Olsen. You have to kind of like Reese Olsen for, for the Tigers out there to, to win that one. Um, Granke, I, I don't know what they're doing with him. He's kind of like an extended opener now. He's not a starter anymore. Like, he's definitely not a starter. Um, but the, for, over his last few starts, um, I, I don't think he's gotten out of the fourth inning at all. So, uh, you, you don't know a line. I don't even know if if, the, if Vegas is just afraid to put a line out there, but you gotta like the T Grays to beat the fucking KC today, right?
0: I saw Grinky out there and no line, and I just assumed it was gonna be something like minus one ninety five or minus two, something stupid that I wouldn't want nothing to do with. So yeah, I think the T Grays are the, the play. Just depends on that line. If you give me under, you know, 160, 150, I could be talked into it, but outside of that, I'm not betting it.
1: All right, that was the ex-Chris special because he's listening live. We just figured we'd cover the Tigers game. Okay, our DJ and parlay for today. Let's close this out. Cincinnati Reds minus 104. Toronto Blue Jays minus 155. Both me and Panther bet those together. And then we're going to throw Houston plus 125. Panther bet that one. I lean that one. Plus value once again. Houston did it for us yesterday. Let's see if they can help us do it today. Parlay is going to pay 628 when we win. Panther, take us home
0: d rank tomorrow. Can't wait to see how this plays out. But uh, before then, you guys know the deal. We're hanging out on Facebook, Twitter, right here in the asylum. Join our Discord channel. All you listeners out there, all the ones that download. Then listen, if you're not in the Discord shooting the shit with us, you're missing out. Great, great group of guys that have come in. We got a surplus of 20-some Reddit users last week. It's been absolutely fantastic. Come in and shoot the shit with us. Call us out by name. We'll holler right back. But most importantly, let us know what you did yesterday, what you're doing today. When it's all said and done, kids, it's all make some money, fools.
1: This show is sports entertainment. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only, and any reliance on the information provided in this podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast should not be considered professional advice. In short, don't be stupid gamble responsibly we will not be held responsible peace for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time there's granger offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need plus